TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Minnesota sports fans, we want to hear from you. Your comments, questions, thoughts? Tweet us at Score North. Call us at 651-646-8255. This is Ventline on Score North. And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. Final score, Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. And Chiefs' kingdom, get ready to welcome your champions. Mahomes looking to flip, takes it in for the touchdown. First and goal, pass open, touchdown, Kelsey, Chiefs are back in it. Where are you going? Something I've wanted to say my whole life. I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> can I go with you? Yeah, you everybody can go. <laughs> hey, how about those Chiefs? Andy. This game was tied at 10 apiece, and I said, where are the fireworks? I went inside at halftime. I said, they're going to open this thing up in the second half. You did in the fourth quarter. What major changes did you have to have three straight drives in the fourth quarter and score touchdowns? Hey, Pat Mahomes and all of his boys, our defense, taking care of business, the coaches, man, a great job of keeping things right at the right time. Yeah, I mean, it was a beautiful thing. And welcome into the Monday edition of Ventline. It's Zolgad, Declan Goff producing. We're in the TCL Broadcast Studios. Before we start, I'm going to apologize immediately. I've been battling the cold all weekend. It's just about gone. If the voice cracks and I sound 13 at some point, that's why. Oh, join the club, dude. That's why. So I am am hopefully on the road to recovery, um, but Ventline must go on as always. It's a one-hour edition today until noon, 651-646-8255. A lot to get to, a lot to unpack on this, the day after Super Bowl vent line, and certainly much of it will be uh, spun towards your Minnesota Vikings. But I want to start with something I saw yesterday in about the third quarter of the Chiefs' eventual victory over the San Francisco 49ers, Declan Goff. I want to start with, um, because I am, I am want, I love to sit in front of a game with the computer open and the Twitter machine open. And I love to tweet immediate thoughts because it's fun. It's back and forth. You get to see what other people think. And in sports, you know, a lot of times you feel emboldened by saying, I've seen three quarters of this football game. And you know what I think? I think said player is not playing up to his potential. I think said player is not playing as well as he should. I think said player in this big game is having a clunker, a stinker. And most of the time, I will tweet that immediately, and then sometimes I'm wrong, and and you get ratioed back for that, but that's all part of the game. But I started to see tweets going into the fourth quarter last night about one Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I thought to myself, well, let's see here. Let's see. This guy was down, if I'm not mistaken, by 24 points against the Houston Texans in the playoffs. This guy was down by um, 10 points, I believe, against the Titans in the playoffs. Twice. Twice. And so, you know what? <clears throat> For once in my life, I'm going to lay back. I'm not going to tweet a what? thing. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say Patrick Mahomes does not look good because I don't trust him not to come back and look fantastic. 
And so it's very unsports dad of you. It's very unsports dad. It's a new dad. Well, but you know what it is? It's it, it's an evolving sports dad who's learned his lessons yeah. in life of you can't. This is one where you have seen enough to not assume that until this game is actually over, that this guy. Had a bad game. It's like you've gone to one of those uh, marriage retreats or like life finding retreats, and, yeah. and you found it. Yes. Well, I it was it was you, Phil leading this council. No, you know what? I did had had no dealings with Phil. What it was was it was what Sports Dad likes to to pride himself on, even at the age of fifty. And by the way, yes, me and J Lo the same age. Thank you very much. Um, really noticed. What Sports Dad likes to pride himself on is is evolving, is learning. And what I had learned from this kid was if I declare, wow, the 49ers have his number, I could look like a real idiot. So let me paint the statistics for you of what this guy did last night. With 8.53 left in this game, his team was down by 10. Patrick Mahomes, 18-29, 172 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, and with a score 20-10 to in favor of the Niners, the ball was on the Chiefs' 17-yard line. All right, so it's at that point that you feel to yourself, I don't think this kid, I don't think he's got it today. This is disappointing. After that, from that point on, 853 mark, down by 10. The Chiefs outscored the 49ers 21-0. Patrick Mahomes went 8 of 13 for 114 yards with two touchdowns, no picks, and led drives that went from the, the first drive the Chiefs had in the fourth quarter, actually carried over from the third quarter. That was an that ended with Mahomes' second pick of the day. The next three drives for the Chiefs went touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And then they lost the ball eventually on downs because as they won the game, Mahomes threw up a, a pass that ate the rest of the clock. The 21 points scored in the fourth quarter by the Chiefs are the most that any team has scored in that quarter of a Super Bowl. This is why... We're getting to the point now, and I, I do not, I'm not declaring this for the majority of athletes because patience is no fun. But this is why we're getting to the point now with certain players like Patrick Mahomes, Declan. It's best to err on the side of staying away from the Twitter. It's very difficult. And he was getting pressured for three quarters. I thought he didn't look very good. And when you have a guy like Mahomes who can turn nothing into something, and there's always the belief that he can actually make the comeback. If this, if the roles were flipped, if if the Chiefs were up by ten, and Jimmy had to come back down ten points, I wouldn't have given him no shot. And Garoppolo collapsed there in the fourth quarter, and that was a tough one to see for him. And I'm sure he's going to be sleep, thinking about it a lot in the off season. But when you have someone like Mahomes who can turn the game over just like that, it's it's no surprise that he was able to do it because he did it for the last three weeks. So it's not a surprise. Exactly. Now, now to transition into how, how this impacts the Vikings and their fan base. I'm going to play this soundbite from F- Frank Clark of the Chiefs after last night's game. 651-646-8255 if you would like to join the event line conversation. We know the challenge of the checkdowns. You're paying the guy $140 million, $130 million, whatever he's getting paid. Man, go ahead. He got, he got, he got, he got to throw the ball. Obviously, he didn't do that. They threw for about two hundred yards on checkdowns. That ain't enough to win the game enough. against us. That was Frank Clark of the Chiefs talking about obviously Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers, their quarterback, who finished the game twenty of thirty-one for two hundred nineteen yards with a touchdown and two picks. And that's the tie-in here, folks. That's my question to you, because what Jimmy Garoppolo does, sometimes he does it well, sometimes he doesn't. Sound familiar? 
what Jimmy Garoppolo does and what the 49ers do, granted at a higher level right now, is the blueprint which the Vikings want to live by. And here's my question. And I am not saying, because we know this for a fact, the 2019 Vikings were not as good as the 2019 49ers. But going into the fourth quarter last night, if you're employed at TCO Performance Center in Egan, you could have said to yourself, I think our blueprint's about to win a championship. And then it fell apart. And so, and it fell apart with a quarterback who, to me, looked very similar to your quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Garoppolo can make some plays. Cousins might be Cousins might be better, but they have some of the same things definitely in common. So my question to you is, as you wake up this morning, having seen that what the Chiefs did basically in one quarter and saying, <laughs> we're down, we don't care, how do you feel about the Vikings course now? 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, because the way that the Vikings approach things, very much like San Francisco does, very much not like what Kansas City does, and ultimately it was the Chiefs who within a 15-minute period looked at a substantial deficit in the biggest game of their season and laughed and won. Let's start with Kyle in Denver. Hey, Kyle, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, I think the Vikings are at a bit of a, an obvious crossroads here, and you're talking about the differences and philosophies between the Chiefs and the Niners. I mean, as you've mentioned, the best-case scenario for what the Vikings envisioned is to be what the Niners are now, and that still wasn't good enough. So I think you absolutely have to consider, you know, drafting a quarterback. you got to go for greatness, and, and, you know, it's possible that it fails, but I'd rather, you know, be aggressive and go down swinging uh, with a different, you know, sort of mentality than this team has had throughout their history. They've tried to build, you know, around quarterbacks for decades. Yep. It hasn't worked. I think they have to take a chance, trade, you know, future picks, whatever you got to do, trade up in the draft, because we got to have someone special at the quarterback position to win a Super Bowl in this league. I mean, we've seen the Cubs, we've seen the Eagles, now the Chiefs in these long championship droughts. Vikings aren't going to be able to end theirs unless they are ultra-aggressive and trying to find a quarterback. And that may not be in this year's draft, but they've got to work on it immediately. And, and Kyle, it's more clear now than ever, right? Because to me, in watching that game, the Chiefs literally are down in the biggest game. They're down substantially. They look like they're almost dead. And they almost just sort of laughed and are like, yeah, you know what? We got number 15. They're down double digits in every yeah. single playoff game throughout this run. Yes. No quarterback in Vikings history that could overcome that like Mahomes did this, you know, throughout this run. Exactly. Thanks, Kyle. You got it. Talk to you. 651-646-8255, Ventline Coffee Club up and going. Let's go to the uh, vice president. John, how are you, John? Good Good morning to you, Judd. I am good. How about yourself? Uh, the voice is a little bit iffy. I'm, uh, I'm, mm. I'm recovering, though. But you know what? I'm fine. It's Monday. What was the heck? It, but was it too many Surleys, Judd? Or did you take it easy? Oh, I took it easy. You took it easy? Oh, wow. I, I'm 50, man. Stella, I, Stella did all the drinking for you this week. I'm no J-Lo, gentlemen. I'm no J-Lo. <laughs> I took it easy at 50. Mm. Well, and when you say the voice is iffy, you mean because you spent your whole weekend screaming at, at the Wild? Um, that was a... That was a... If today was not a Super Bowl event, that would be a worthy event. That dog yeah. performance they put on because they were in, drunk in Cabo for seven days and the most ridiculous break allowed in all of sports, and then we're surprised. Well, I mean, listen, you know, they saw the Wolves put up what they put up on Monday, and they just didn't want them to have a whole week to themselves. <laughs> okay, touche. Good point. What's all up, John? Right. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm with you that 
that this is evidence more than ever that we don't have the the piece to get it done. Uh, I I want you know Twitter's hard as uh, obviously you know I struggle with it. So yes, you didn't hang up on me last Friday, but you did. Uh, you called me a liar when I said that Kirk Cousins was the guy to lead us there, and you were right. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because you yeah. were setting me up to call you a liar. That's part of the game. I got gotcha. you. Ah, ah, ah. I got you. That's part of the there, script. I got you. Okay. There it is. There it is. Uh, so, yeah. So, I I would love to see the Vikings kind of go out on a limb and, and maybe show a little. Just say to Gary, you know what? We've got, we've got three years or whatever we want to say and draft out of the next three years, take two shots, yep. you know, in the first round. Take two shots on a quarterback. If you got to trade a couple ones to get up, just do whatever you got to do, uh, because this is not only uh, the one thing with with Jimmy that Kirk still doesn't have is the mobility. He 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 can still roll a little bit better, right? And and he can scramble, and you just never see that. But what I'll say is between Jimmy, Kirk, when they do kind of that statue thing, Mahomes had guys touching his shoulder pads all night, and he would look them off. And run, you know, four yards away. Mm-hmm. And then if another guy was there, he would keep scrambling. And that's, I think, that you got to find somebody. You got to find somebody who can do that. You got to find somebody who absolutely can yes. Not never let the pressure get to them. And I and John uh, and John, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is a simple fix. What I'm saying is, right. oh, yeah. is if you're a chef, you, 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 I think you've come to the realization that you just have all the wrong ingredients probably to win a championship. Well, on offense, well, or or just in. Well, I'm saying on offense, on offense, I need now after watching this game, I need at least one more receiver who is lightning fast. I need right. a different quarterback. I'm not worried about my running back. I'm not worried. I'm. I would like to get a serviceable, good one. I don't need a great one. On def no. on defense, I need to have quality. But I also can't pay them what the Vikings are paying them. I, I'm just saying a, a lot of the ingredients that the Vikings are banking on, I think, are incorrect. Yeah, I mean, I I would well, and not not to mention for all the all the trade digs momentum. Somebody came out with a tweet yesterday that it would save five million on the cap. Like it's not it's not actually going to do anything uh, to to lighten the load. Sure. Like if you trade away an All Pro. For five million in, in relief. No, I think having a third receiver who's a burner take the top off so you can let both of the amazing route runners underneath. Yeah, you know that what? Would be, that would be great. Hey, John. Last thing, I don't think the sure. dig. I don't think the digs momentum here is about cap relief. I think I'm getting the sense the digs trade momentum is is about an unhappy player who might demand to be satisfied by being dealt. I don't think this is a cap topic. I think this is a topic of a guy. Who grew increasingly unhappy, not just not with the quarterback so much as what he's seen from how the offense is run. Now, if you change yeah, that, it might change yeah. the parameters of things. Right, for sure, for sure. And you know, to be to be continued. Hey, John. Yes, sir. Uh, hold on a second here. Let's see. Where is it? Here it is. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. All Thanks, right, John. Bye. John in Manhattan, who, of course, is a major part of the coffee club, vice president, 651-646-8255. The uh, topic on uh, Ventline right now, how do you feel after watching the Super Bowl about where the Vikings are 
as a franchise, the direction they're going. Hi, Ty. What's going on? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. So, after listening to you guys, I don't think it's fair to set the standard for a future quarterback at Patrick Mahomes. He has a clutch bone in his body that you can never truly count him out. Mm -hmm. I think that in a comparison, uh, Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo are in the same boat. I mean, we heard all last night that they were talking about checkdowns and play action. (laughs) I thought the same thing. Yep. 49ers have also been able to run the ball exceptionally well all year long. But that's how they control the clock. That's how they've been able to kind of dominate the uh, scoreboard in that sense is on the ground and play action, similar to the Vikings. Mm -hmm. The difference is, is, I felt like the 49ers defense is just on a different level. After watching last night, Patrick Mahomes running for his life. I I think that's where the conversation realistically should be because we can talk about Patrick Mahomes, but he's just a different breed of animal. How confident, though, Ty, do you feel that that the Vikings can have great success with the current quarterback, with Kirk Cousins? Let's back it up that way. After watching Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean – I said it all night. I was texting my buddies, and I said if the 49ers can run the ball for 130 to 150 yards, they're going to win the game just because of the scoreboard and clock management. Sure. So, I mean, if they were close. I mean, until that last couple, the last quarter, really, when Patrick Mahomes kicked it in gear, I thought that the 49ers were going to have it just because of Right, how they pound the rock, but the pro- and how they check down. But the problem, but the problem is, I think we're getting to an era more and more now where teams can, where we we traditionally think the teams are dead, and they aren't, and can they combat that? And my, and I don't know if the answer is yes, unless you have the right components. Like San Francisco, San Francisco to me in 2019, Ty operated at the highest peak of where the Vikings want to go. And so if you do that, can you get to a Super Bowl? Yes. Can you win a championship? I don't know on that one. Yeah, I just felt like watching the comparisons between the 49ers and the Vikings, it was like the Vikings were a Walmart brand of what the 49ers are. I feel like the 49ers perfected Mike Zimmer's plan. Yep, I think you're right. With the play action, their run first. And, I mean, it took them pretty far. And up until we thought, the the Chiefs were dead in the fourth quarter. I thought that the that looked like Mike Zimmer's dream game. It did. Thanks, Ty. And that's what scares me, Declan. That's that's what scares me about it is it did it looked. In fact, I was going to tweet that, and I also held off. I was going to tweet through three quarters. This is Mike Zimmer's dream game, right? And the problem is they still lost. Six five one six four six eight two five five Ventline Coffee Club alive and well and one phone line open six five one six four six eight two five five TCL Broadcast Studios Richard what's going on Richard how are you my friend What's up buddy how you doing Good morning hope Happy hope you're feeling better but uh, Thank you Happy Monday to you Yes sir <laughs> um, No I just want to say that um, you know I, I don't think we should be putting Kirk Cousins and Jimmy in the same conversation anymore because I think that Jimmy uh, did a way better job than Kirk. He had a couple of Kirk moments, but overall, I I don't think Kirk would be anywhere near performance-wise well as Jimmy did under the pressure, under the circumstances that he was under yesterday. And I think the Vikings should also look and be like, hey, look, we need 
just a mobile quarterback. He don't have to be the Patrick Mahomes style, just as long as he's mobile and he could extend the plays. I think that's what we just need to get. Interesting. Who, who can just be mobile and extend the plays. We don't need a Patrick Mahomes because <clears throat> we, we, you know that's once in the blue moon. Sure. But we need to fix, use that. And but how about, about a... It. But how how about a uh, Deshaun Watson? How about uh, and I'm not saying I am not trying to to imply that that these guys grow on trees. They don't. They're hard to find. But you know, I just going in that direction of a mobile, smart, athletic, just has every intangible. Right. Yes. That's what we need. A leader. To be honest with you, we need a leader. I don't disagree we with that. Had a real leader in a while because Kirk is too calm, too cool. He doesn't. He can't rally up the guys no. like other quarterbacks do, like a Russell Wilson, like a like a uh, Lamar Jackson, like all these guys. No, Kirk just sits there and looks around in the sideline like if he's lost. It's like, come on, bro, help everybody get back into the game. Richard, I love that point. That's That's so spot on because, you know, you look at a guy like Mahomes, you look at a guy like Favre, look at those guys when things go wrong. They basically will say, this ends with me right now, right? Right. And yeah, Kirk, exactly. And, and we don't have that with no, Kirk. You're right. Kirk is too calm back and laid back like if he's in like if he's in Sunday mass or something. You know, it's like, okay, we're about to lose guys. I mean, that's the game. Well he gets no, fiery, no. but that's just not but it's not him, so it's it doesn't it doesn't strike me as sincere. Like he's right. trying to do it, but you can't you can't be that guy unless you have the ability to be that guy. Like you can't right. you can't say I'm quarterback, follow me. Guys are like, What? But if you're Brett Favre, they're like, oh, my gosh, or Mahomes. Mahomes, his sideline head guy's melting down, and guess what? He didn't care. Right, right. So I'm with exactly. you. That's a great he point. He was still trying to fire up the team ever since, um, what's that last quarterback uh, that we had way back? Fran Tarkington is his name? I don't remember him. Yes, Fran Tarkington. Yes, you're yeah, right. It's like, come you're on, right. we've never had a true leader like that before, and that's what we're lacking in this team Thank besides you. mobility. Thank you, sir. Talk yeah. to you soon, okay? Yeah. yeah. All right, take care. Bye-bye. 651-646-8255. Uh, let's go to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey, guys. Good to talk to you. Finally. Great to talk to you. Thanks for holding. Uh, couple, Appreciate that. Yes, no problem. You bet. So a couple of things, and then I'll get to my main comment, but I'm so embarrassed that I didn't realize that Mahomes was the son of twins pitcher Pat Mahomes. I'm like... Totally embarrassed. All my friends. You're, you're pulling my leg, Jeff. I, I didn't know that. You're huh? you're pulling my leg on that one. You knew. No, really I'm not. I no. I mean, I live in Texas. He's the biggest story in Texas. <laughs> it, I mean, it just never came up. It would. And, All and right. I saw last night when the cute little pictures of him holding, of his dad holding him in a twins outfit, made me want to cry. And uh, yeah, so. Um, and then this morning, listening to local radio station because there's. I have no other choice because there's no other quality program to listen to from Minnesota on sports programming. Hint, hint to your cohort. I'm just going to let that. We'll just let that marinate. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. We'll let that marinate. (laughs) Okay. There's a mobile quarterback that's a free agent out there that was a first-round pick. He was the second pick taken in 2015, I think it was. Yeah. That needs a fresh start. He needs a new look and a fresh start. And. Just like the previous call, I think it was Rick, the previous call. We just need somebody Richard. mobile, just somebody that can get out, and Marcus Mariota can do that. Ooh. He just needs the right coaching and uh, yeah. and and a fresh start. He's there for the pickings. 
That's it. Oh, Collars brought this up on Purple Daily it, too. You know what? I would dis- I would dismiss what you're saying, but but the but the part about the coaching is interesting. I don't know on that one. That, get- it's tough, but he, he people I think are looking at him as almost ironically enough as the Ryan Tannehill, right? Right, the guy who lost his the job and, Ryan and, is, Tannehill, yeah. and is probably going to be the most marketable backup guy on the market. Interesting. All right, six five one six four six eight two five five vent line the coffee club. Uh, our question today, after watching the Super Bowl, how do you feel about where the Vikings are right now? How do you feel about them? We saw their blueprint for three quarters. It was going to win a Super Bowl, and then Kansas City's like, oh, no, no, you're not. That's very cute. We're going to. 651-646-8255. Uh, let's see who do we have coming up next. Alex, Dave, and Tony, you will be uh, first up when we come back on. Hey, Score North Download time. Declan Goff here rolling on Vikings event line. Destination Winter St. Paul featuring the Wells Fargo Winter Skate and Securian Financial Super Slide is open now through February 22nd at CHS Field in St. Paul. The Wells Fargo Winter Skate opens daily at 11 a.m. and Securian Financial Super Slide is open Thursday through Sunday. For more information, visit scorenorth.com. Keyword winter. Obviously, last night's Super Bowl 54 is in the books. The Kansas City Chiefs take it home 31 20 over the San Francisco 49ers. Pat Mahomes, your Super Bowl MVP, despite if you see a box score and you see a quarterback rating a 78.1, he was sacked four times, he had two turnovers, less than seven yards per attempt, but when it mattered most, he took things over, and that's what Pat Mahomes does. He gets the Chiefs their Super Bowl win. And in case you're wondering too, the Vikings' odds for Super Bowl 55, Judd. Yes. They are tied with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I believe for the ninth best odds, if my math is correct here, the ninth best odds at plus 2,000 to get to these, to win, excuse me, Super Bowl 55. The top three teams being the Chiefs, Ravens, Niners, the top teams in the NFC, the Saints, Packers, Eagles, then Seahawks, Cowboys, Vikings. Yeah, the question is the question for next season that we can start asking ourselves right now. Give me the one or two teams that are going to bounce back. Right. Somebody, somebody's going to surprise you. I guess a couple teams are going to drop off the face of the mountain, and a couple teams are going to go back on it. I'm a little. I think they're too bullish on the Eagles. That's just my opinion. all right. Six five one six four six eight two five five. The Ventline Coffee Club. Uh, a couple phone lines open. The question right now being, how do you feel about the Vikings after watching Super Bowl Fifty Four on Sunday and seeing the Chiefs basically in the fourth quarter dismantle the team that the Vikings are sort of a blueprint of, not as good at it, but um, San Francisco's model and what the Vikings want to do are very close. Let's go to Alec. Hey, what's going on, sir? Hey, guys, how's it going? It's going good, Alec. Thanks for calling. All right. So, um, I think last night was clear that, you know, and I said this when I called him Friday, that the league is changing. And I know, it's, you know, just to look at Mahomes and like, okay, yeah, that's easy to say because he's, you know, a new type of quarterback and, you know, he just won the Super Bowl. But here's my thing, right? This is not brand new in, in terms of a player like Mahomes. You know, Someone like Kirk Cousins, yep. and, I, and I don't, I don't hate Cousins. Is the thing? It's just that he has to be sort of carried. Yes, and you don't well have put. The money to put well stuff put. around him to carry him, and a guy like Brett Favre. I know I hate to say it, you know he he that throw in you know in New Orleans cost us a trip to the Super Bowl, and everyone ragged on him. Yep. But you know what? At least he gives you a chance. How many picks did Mahomes have last night? Declan just said it. Two. Two interceptions. Yep. 
and we scored 31 points and won the game. Mm-hmm. So that just proves that it's okay to turn it over sometimes. If, you know, it's high risk, high reward. The problem is, is that Cousins has been just slammed by the media for so long that it's ingrained in his brain. He's like, I'm not throwing a double coverage. I'm not throwing if there's a guy in front of me. I'm not trusting Kyle Rudolph one-on-one, even though he's a monster and he catches everything that's above. I'm not doing it. Do you know what Kirk? Do you know what Kirk does that 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 guys? And, and I'm talking intangibles. I'm, so I'm talking mentally. Okay. Do you yeah. know what Kirk does that Patrick Mahomes never does? He questions him. He que- okay. he questions himself continually. No, like yeah. mentally, he sits on the sideline looking at that damn tablet, thinking to himself, yeah. "I made the right move there." Fundamentally sound. And right. Mahomes is like, "Show me the tablet." Okay, I'm going to try this next time. And yeah. and he knows in his but ability. Alec, he believes in his ability. Alec, you you hit, and I think that we should change the description starting today because you hit on the key word of what you have to do with Cousins and Garoppolo. They're not game managers. They need to be managed. Yes. They need to yes. be which which is which is why I somewhat jokingly spent the entire year calling Kirk the puppet quarterback because it was yes. if Kubiak had one arm on his string and Stefanski had one arm on his string and they played Kirk and when they played him well he would whoop, 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 he'd make some good plays. Yep. And, but that's right. the they they need to be managed. Guess what Mahomes, Watson and those and the group of quarterbacks who are basically what I think the future of this league is all about. They don't need to be managed. Exactly. And just one more thing, you know, it's it's hard because, and then, you know, I'm looking at this year. So we know that Cousins, right, we got to move on from him. The problem is, in this year's draft, I just, where the Vikings are in draft order, I don't think it's worth giving up as much as you're going to have to move up to take someone like Tua. Yep. Um, Obviously, I mean, I like Jalen Hurts. I've called him said this multiple times. I like Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jake Fromm might still be there, but you know, those are guys that you don't have to give up anything for. But what I'm afraid of is that Zimmer or that those these coaching coaches that we have are like, nah, I don't want to take on a rookie. Or do you think they'll be able to? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Alec. Uh, no, I think you're. I think you're afraid for the right reasons. And the other key question here is how much time does this coaching staff feel that they have left? Because are they really going to want to develop a quarterback if they think? It's all or nothing in 2020, and if we're not successful, we're go- we're going to get blown out. In which case, they're going to push the GM to make draft picks that can immediately help them, because the quarterback for 2021 might not be their quarterback. That's the problem. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Great conversation uh, on the coffee club, and let's bring in our regular who held for a long time, Dave. You're on. Hey, what's up, Ventline? Yeah, and, and I hope. That, how are you? I hope I can. T- I'm doing good. How are you? And I hope that. Uh, Maybe eventually I'll run that moniker of uh, Secretary of State. Uh, you know what? If you want it, I'm writing it down Write right it down. now. Write it down. Secretary of State for the coffee club. So we have a vice president, and a, a secretary, secretary of state. state. We need a chief of staff um, uh, and a speaker. <laughs> All right, I we'll, think you might just be the speaker. We'll go Secretary of State. Dave, what's going on? All right. Well, I mean, I just want to, uh, you know, this, I heard the last call. I mean, isn't that why you want to move up and get a game-changing uh, athlete, a quarterback that can lead, um, that that a team can believe in, um, that a team can galvanize around Judd. I mean, I think, think, you know, to me, as I sat there, I said to myself, are there a lot of Patrick Mahomes around? Obviously not. But um, are there guys around that can be better and that have more potential than what you have in, in leading and galvanizing? And, 
And being a winner, and I would say if you look through the draft, there are those. Secondly, um, I came out depressed uh, because, I, you know, look, they attacked the secondary of the 49ers. What a revelation. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, that's okay. What a revelation. Um, and, you know, what are we doing with the, with the talent that we have on the outside? And the answer, Jed, is Kansas City's offensive line is not that great. The mm-hmm. 49ers got a lot of pressure, but the guy was able to maneuver the pocket. He moved around. He did what he had to do in situations and took chances. You know what, Jed? I would take that at 10 times over. So, to me, I look at it and say, as a Vikings fan, the biggest concern I have, like you have, is who is making the decisions and evaluating the talent and what's the time frame. I will say this to you. Eric Bieniemy would look really good in purple again. You know, I, I, thought, really of that, I thought of that again last night. I'm not going to be yep. shocked if he comes back here in 21. You know what, Jed? I, I'm, not, I'm not either. I think the way he uh, – you saw he's calling plays. He's uh, Mahomes mentioned him in the, in the, uh, after the, in the interview about how you know, he never focuses on the last play. It's always the next play. Yep. And I think that's, I think that's the difference. And I think he was a great coach. So, you know, when I look at it, I'm depressed even more this morning because I thought we had a chance. Now you take away these defensive pieces, right, mm-hmm. financially, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, um, how do we compete in moving forward without a change? So, you know, I'm, I'm going to continue to harp on this, and uh, you know me, and I'll continue to call, and we'll talk. And, and uh, you know, I'm just hoping for a bad start next year, and uh, I just hope that – um, changes will get made. We'll be early on in the process of, of trying to acquire that coach. And uh, we just go from there. So that's my take on it, Judd, is I can't wait thinking, man, it just basically confirmed everything and I, just slapped me right in the face. I think you're right, Dave. I, thought, yeah. I think you're exactly right. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's ex- exactly right. I, I think it confirmed a lot of what we – I mean, it's not like we didn't know it, but, man, it, the scary thing about last night to me and about the three uh, Kansas City postseason games – Declan, the scary thing was the fact that they basically said, "Well, you're up, uh, you're up by double digits, huh? Oh, that's no problem, right? Even the that's not the norm. I, I think what impressed me was when Mahomes threw that first interception, which was a horrible pass, by yeah. the way. Like, if that's Kirk, he's rattled and he's oh, done. He's and, at the tablet, and Patrick, it like does it, and he's up. He knows he messed up, but he moved on. He's like, all right, I tried, I forced something that didn't work, and it did not derail him." At all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty telling of who who he is as a quarterback. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Tony, what's going on, Tony? Thanks for hey holding guys. on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um I uh I feel pretty vindicated this morning. Obviously a little depressed too. But but, but you know, I'm in my forties now and I've I've seen this movie for the last few decades. Uh so it gets I, worse, Tony. Right. Absolutely. And and I'm kind of of the opinion like, look, if we've got to go south in a hurry I'm I'm fine with that because what does it matter if we're you know five and eleven or ten and six? I mean, really, in Correct. the grand scheme of things, you know, it doesn't really matter. Correct. So I would rather get far worse to eventually give us a shot than this, you know, recurring. Do you think uh, they're going to get far worse though? See, I don't think they're that. I don't think they're a bad team. I think the problem is the the fundamental philosophy of what they want to do might be just flawed. Now for today's game. No, I I completely agree, and that's why. So like you're, you know, but I, I like what you're saying. If you could go four and twelve, bring it on. 
Well, I mean, let's look at San Francisco. The reason why they were in that game, yeah, I, I, you know, they have this similar structure and makeup as the Vikings do, and obviously we saw what that what that yielded last night against a, a stud uh, superstar like Mahomes. But um, they had four years of top ten picks yep. in a row devoted to their offensive and defensive line. So. Like for us to try to replicate what San Francisco's done, yep. which still, by the way, got them short, mm-hmm. get them the win, mm-hmm. uh, is not going to happen. So you got to you got to tear this thing down to the studs. And uh, you know who I hope was watching that game last night was Mark and Ziggy Wilf, and I hope that they're uh, you know scheduling a little meeting, a sit down with Zimmer, and saying, "Look, Bud, uh, I know that you." Uh, you may think that you this is your last shot and we need to press forward with the direction we're going in. Right. But we have a course correction here that we want to <laughs> have you implement. I don't know, Tony, I don't know that they have the stomach to do that. Well, that's a yeah, great, I mean, I love your, I love your points. And, and listen, I am Mr. Tank. Sports dad loves the tank, but I, I don't know. I don't think they have the stomach to do what you're saying. I think they're going to buy into, well, you know, let's bring Kirk back and let's try this and let's try that. Instead of saying the league is changing because the league is just actively changing and it's, it's fun. That's great. But it's as if they're like, oh, no, no, we still think this will work. And I think they're flawed. Yeah. But to do what you're talking about takes sort of a, a sports savvy. The Wills at their core, are huge fans. Yep. And huge yep. fans, enormous fans who drink the purple Kool-Aid, I don't think could ever see the righteousness of saying, you know what, a year or three wins, or let's say you go three, six, seven, and then you're out of it. Uh, that's not a bad idea. I think these people, I think those folks say, oh, no, no, the Vikings should be competitive. You know, we like to go to games. It's fun. Right. Let me say one more thing on this, and, 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 and then I'll hang up and listen to you guys. You got it. I mean, obviously, this is all just, you know, pure, uh, what is it, reckless speculation. Oh, you know what, don't, <laughs> don't, wait, 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 I've got your back on that. Thank you, please. Reckless speculation. All right. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm the Wills, I'll sit down with Zimmer and say, look, bud, um, we want you to draft a rookie. And we know that that's not going to get you anywhere next year, so we're going we're gonna to give you a little stay of execution here. And if you're willing to buy off on this plan, yep. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna mortgage the farm and we're gonna move up to four and get Tua. Okay? And then you know what? Whatever happens in twenty and twenty one, you do your best. We got your back, we're gonna extend you, but this is the direction that we wanna go. And I mean they, ultimately they are the owners. And you know what, if Zimmer doesn't like it, well then as the last caller alluded to, uh let's give Eric a call in K C and uh while he's, you know, getting ready to get sized for a Super Bowl ring, and we can bring him up to, to, to the Twin Cities. Hey, Tony. That's, just, that's my thought. Great stuff. Reckless speculation. <laughs> Got to be honest, I love where he's going. Oh, I love it. I love the recklessness. But I don't, but I, well, I just don't see it happening because Leopold and the Wills are enormous fans. Yep. And I don't think they can bring themselves to see the upside of, you know what, we shouldn't even call it tanking. Retooling? I came up with it Saturday night okay. while, while watching The Wild. Oh, well, I wanted to blow it up after that. Three were... Uh, so it was it was Embrace the Suck. I've changed now. Okay. Embrace the Decline. Embrace the Decline. Okay. Em- embrace the Decline. That's fine. Because you could control the decline then. Yeah. The worst is when you are awful and it's your fault and you can't control it. Most people pronounce my name Decline all the time, so I, I hear it. I hear it all the time. Embrace the Decline. 651-646-8255, Chris and Dave. 
You'll be up next when an event on the Score North app. It's pretty amazing the, the dynasty or whatever you want to call it the Patriots have had these last 15 to 20 years. And so for me, it's about taking it one year at a time. Uh, we, we came up short last year. We understood how hard of a challenge it was to get into this position again, and we, we found a way to do it. Vet line continues on from the TCL Broadcast Studios. Got a little NFL Network. Good morning football on right now on our TCL TV, which is absolutely an awesome, awesome television. 651-646-8255. Let's go to our friend Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? Thanks for holding on. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So, uh, that was a great Super Bowl game. Agreed. That was awesome. I agree. I'm happy to see Mahomes and mostly Andy Reid to get that Super Bowl ring. That was great. Totally with you. But the best part about that game, the best part about that win, was it exposed the fact the Cousins is not the guy to get us to a Super Bowl. And it exposed the fact that Zimmer is not the coach to get this team to the Super Bowl. Because, uh, as previously discussed, you know, various flaws that Cousins has. Mm-hmm. He, he can't, he's not mobile enough. He can't make those plays. Jim Garoppolo played better by quite a bit last night than Cousins would have played, and he still lost. Mm-hmm. And Shanahan was a better coach last night than Zimmer would be, and he still lost. Shanahan executed the scheme that Zimmer's been trying to do better and still came out with the loss. Yeah. so I, It's a better team, yeah. No question. So Cousins and Zimmer got exposed in this yeah, and, without even being in it. And, and hey, Chris, I think, I think that not only are you absolutely correct, but I think the Vikings' blueprint also got exposed. It's a good yeah. blueprint. Like it's, I mean, it, it can yeah. be successful, but can, yeah. but in 2020 and now uh, 21, ultimately, can it win a championship? I think no. we saw. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I we mean, got our answer. Not, not with this. Not with this QB and not with this coach. I well, mean, yeah, you, you I think they're better pieces. Right, and I think their I think their philosophy of how to win a Super Bowl after what we saw is probably off, and I don't think this is going to trend immediately back towards what they're doing, for instance. No, and I think I think as fans, we need to prepare ourselves for a bad 2020 season. I'm thinking, I mean, looking at the opponents, they're going to be tougher than they were in 2019. And let's face it, Cousins had a career season. How are you going to follow that up again? Uh I, I have a hard time seeing them go better than eight and eight next season. And I'm with you. Um, how'd you put it? Embrace the decline. Embrace I'm the all decline. About embrace the decline. Control because, it. Because number one, it will finally maybe get it into the Wilfs heads. The cousins and Zimmer got to go. Let them go after next season. Start right there with those two top positions. Mm-hmm. Get them replaced. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, fix the holes off the, obviously, the offensive line. <laughs> they can't ignore it anymore. Absolutely. And, and, and do what needs to be done to get this team to where it needs to go. They need to be tougher. And I think fans just need to embrace it. They just need to mentally prepare themselves and embrace it. That's what I'm doing. I'm with you, Chris. Thank you. All right. All right. Have a good one. Yeah. Chris is exactly right. Chris always has great points, and she might be the speaker of the house. She's she, 
The speaker of the coffee club. Chris and Linda yep. always call in with yeah. A, the truth, and mm-hmm. B, it's great stuff. I agree. And they're both right. Chris is exactly right. Control and embrace the decline because by the time you can't, it gets much worse. Hi, Dave. How are you, David? Hi, guys. It's been a while. Um, Thanks for calling. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously everything that's been said is, you know, those are some of the things I was going to say. Um, you know, when they were when the Chiefs were down 2010 and Mahomes was, was rolling, I mean, I figured they're still in it. They're still in it, you know. And yes. They won. And then when Garoppolo had that 85 yards to go to win the game, it, it just didn't happen. He had, he had the guy. He just overthrew him. You know, so, and I totally agree with the previous caller that, um, you know, the Cousins and the, 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 the current design of the Vikings and what they're going for, probably outdated. So as a fan, wouldn't it be exciting if they really did something completely off the wall, like one of the other callers said, and and I was against this before, but now I'm thinking, wouldn't yeah. it be exciting if they traded away a bunch of players and they got someone like Tua so we could have something to look forward to? Think about the Ravens. I mean, they got beat, but they still have Lamar Jackson next year. Correct. They got something to look forward to. What do we have to look forward to? Right now, be- right now, a competitive team, but a team that is also the same old, same old. Yeah, I don't, yeah I'm, I'm not happy with that anymore. I'm just, you know, just... It would be great, like, even when we lost years ago when we had Randy Moss and we lost in the NFC Championship, we still had Randy Moss. We, and <laughs> we, still, we still wasted it, but right, exactly. there, was hope, there was hope for the next season. We still got some, you know, I want to see us get somewhere really good in the I think that makes the season exciting. Maybe it won't be... Dave I, think you know. Dave, I think you're right, and I think that you need to, at some point in time here, very soon, ASAP, at least start on the course of finding that quarterback. I really, I think you're right about that. And yes, we can talk about, well, what's that going to do to you, your team immediately? But my question is, are you really in, in a place to be comfortable right now? I mean, if you, enjoy, you know what, if this team can win eight to ten games and you say, that's, I'm a Vikings fan and that's all I care about, then I guess that's fine. But if you say this team has not been to a Super Bowl since the 1976 season, I want to get back there. Then I'm going to tell you that there probably has to be some pain to get back there. Yeah, absolutely. And just the idea of having a, a top quarterback. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, it's been so long. I, I can't, you know. So anyway, that's Talking all to... I had to say. Thanks, Dave. And thanks for taking my call. All right, bye-bye. Let's go to the final call of uh, today's Coffee Club. Scott, you are on. Hey guys, uh, thanks for taking my call. So yeah, I like you guys kind of got onto my parallel between the Wild and uh, Vikings points, and I really think it's going to come down to this off season as determining if there's even a chance to correct the things. Because like you, I, I have concerns about Kirk. I'd rather move on, but everything I hear from like most of the places, and obviously we don't know what's going on in the front office, but the uh, lean seems to be that they're going to resign cousins and to me that's going to lock you into the wild fate if you end up doing that because I'm with you. I hate that idea. Yeah, because ultimately that point you're committing to be okay and at that point you might as well have extended Zimmer and Spielman for 5 years cuz you're committing to <laughs> their plan and you're taking and you're taking away I mean Fenton has he was a buffoon but he still had the ability to like you still put in a bad spot where you had to like balance winning now with uh with being competitive long term. 
Uh, hey, Scott. Scott. With, yep. Thanks. We got to unfortunately run. Call he, back he's tomorrow. He's right about Fenton there, though. Yep. But, and call back tomorrow. Yeah, um, please do. Uh, great points. All right, we are done. Ventline Coffee Club edition for Monday is closed. Score North Live's up next. Appreciate you all calling. We'll be back at 11 tomorrow because there's always something in this town to vent about. Talk to you then.